Welcome to the Reality Check Podcast. I'm Zachary Phillips. Before we get into today's episode, I've got a couple of housekeeping things I want to address. The first one is, I've started a new project called Share Your Story. I wanted to make a platform in which people could share aspects of their life that people that weren't living it wouldn't understand or know or even consider. The idea was this, that a lot of the time we go through our lives and just go go by and do our day-to-day things without really considering just how amazing or unique our experience is. Because our lives are our lives, we look at the events that happen often as quite mundane or usual, because to us they are. But to the outside person, what happens in our lives is quite unique. And you know, if you think about any career or profession, there's so much depth that goes into it that a lot of the time people on the outside only see the end result. But to those inside of that career or profession, we get to see it all. And the same is true for upbringing, for mental health, for life experiences, for belief systems, for hobbies, for everything. So through the Share Your Story blog that I've got going, it's a way for people to share a part of their lives that other people wouldn't have access to. And the goal of it is basically to promote empathy. I really want to share different aspects of different people's lives and help other people to connect with each other. Because the more we talk, the more we share, the more we express ourselves, and the more we read other people's lives, the more connected we'll feel to other people as a whole, and the more we'll understand them. So one of the stories that I've got up is from a friend of mine who's a doctor, and he calls his piece a doctor's sacrifice. And in that piece, he talks about what it's like behind the scenes at a hospital. Most of us have had the misfortune to go to hospital, and hopefully we've had an experience in which the doctors and nurses and other hospital staff has actually helped us to get better and to improve. And during our stay at the hospital, it's very easy to look at those staff members as a means to an end. In our case, it's you know to recover and to feel better. And obviously we look at them as humans and as people, but there's real risk that we look at them as just a source to health. And this piece, it talks about the behind the scenes things, what the, what the doctors themselves are sacrificing and how they feel about the circumstances as well. The idea of the, of the Share Your Story project as a whole is that it helps us to turn people from, you know, non-playing characters in the game of life into real humans with real backstories and personalities and histories that we want to get to know and and understand. Another story has been put up by someone who, at the age of 26, went from being a very active male, you know, doing a lot of weightlifting and martial arts to suffering a the need for a spinal surgery. And in this piece, he talks about the changes to his personal and mental life, as well as the shock of coming to the realization and being told that at worst, he may never walk again. And at the moment, he can only lift one kilo, which is quite a small amount when you think about it. Through reading his story, I've come to appreciate the different aspects and the challenges and the issues that life can throw at us. And the way that he's dealing with this challenge is inspiring. So what I'm getting at is I'm encouraging everyone to connect with me and to share their story. And you don't have to be famous. You don't have to be, you don't have to do something incredible. I've, I've spoken to people that live, from my view, an amazing life, or their employment history is quite incredible, or their hobbies are, 
you know, for my eyes, just so out there that I would never consider doing them. But I'm still curious about what they're doing. I would love to hear more about their stories. And I think that applies to people globally. So if you have a story that you think the world would benefit from hearing, please connect with me. And I'll put the link in the show notes below, but it's at zachary-phillips.com slash share your story. And from there, you can read the stories that are up and there's a couple of new ones going up. I've had about three that I need to put up at the moment. So there'll be new ones coming. And I suppose on that note, if you go to my website, please sign up and join the email list because I can send you these to your inbox and you won't miss out on them. And I suppose with that in mind as well, follow me on social media at Zach P. Phillips. So that's the first bit of news. The second bit is I've started writing some short fiction. And I've got a couple of pieces up on my website at zachary-phillips.com slash fiction. And I'm going to read you a piece out that's not that controversial. It's just a short piece, about 400 words. But the fiction that I'm writing is quite dark. And for those that know my past, we'll see where I'm drawing from. Um, so when you do look on my fiction section, please be warned that some of the stuff that I'll be putting up is quite dark. But if you do look at those ones, I have put some trigger warnings on there. So you won't be surprised by some pretty um, intense content. This one's about 400 words and I've called it Rituals. He knew they were talking to him but he couldn't quite make out the sense of the words. He only heard glimpses, snippets of conversations, recalling years of shared memory, of regrets, and now their final goodbyes. His hearing was all but gone, having slowly faded along with the rest of his once youthful body. He could no longer understand what they were saying, yet he still felt the sentiment behind their words. He could still feel their tears wetting the sides of his face as his friends and family kissed his forehead. He was grateful for the tradition, now at least. Decades ago, he'd felt differently. Like most children, he had thought he would live forever, that he was special, that old age would never come, and that death was just a fiction. He soon realised this folly of youth, learning that with each passing, everybody's journey ends at some point. Still, he had found little comfort from the rituals in the past. This final goodbye, ending with a kiss on the forehead, has felt as painful as the last full stop in a novel that he could never read again. It was insignificant. It was not enough. Yet it had to be done. It was the tradition. So when his parents, and theirs before them, laid as he laid now, he went through the motions. He stood in the line, he spoke the words, and planted the kiss. His tears fell onto their cheeks. They were now gone, and the ritual did little and less to forestall his grief. Every time his lips left their forehead, a piece of him remained with them. With each passing, this hole grew. It felt like a part of him was gone, forever missing, lost within his memory of them. But now he knew the ritual was not for the living at all. The final kiss goodbye ushered in a feeling of peace, a warmth deep inside that provided something to cling to as everything else was shutting down, something to guide him onwards. Though his eyes had failed him weeks prior, he could now see once more. A radiance came before him, a golden pulse growing stronger with each kiss. It drew him in and began to carry him. There was no more thought. His fear was gone and only love remained. He didn't feel his last breath nor his final heartbeat just the warmth on his forehead and the soft splashes on his cheeks. So the reason I'm sharing this fiction with you is twofold. The first being is I want to get into writing fiction more. And by sharing it with you, it will help to hold me accountable writing more and also for improving my writing as I go. Long term, I've got a couple of fictional stories that I really want to um, 
get out there, but I don't feel ready yet to tackle a full-length fictional novel because it's it's a whole deeper level of skill sets that I'm trying to develop. But the second reason I'm wanting to share it is because, for me personally, I find writing very lethargic. I really enjoy the process. It, Whenever I write something, it feels like a weight's lifted off my shoulders and, you know, it's taken the writing or the words almost change from this demon that's weighing me down into this freedom and expression and something that people can connect to and share. So the people that have read this piece, some of them have felt, you know, some contentment and some solace. If they've lost a loved one, it's helped them to make a little bit more sense of that. So I like to encourage people to write because it'll not only help you, but by sharing your writing, you'll help other people. And for me, like I said in the introduction, some of my other fiction is quite dark, but when people read that darkness, if they've had a dark past themselves, they'll be able to connect to it and make sense of their own life through it. So I really want to encourage reading and writing in general because it will, you know, it will definitely help you if you've struggled through issues of your past. So today I wanted to discuss the idea of pursuing your dreams and why that pursuit will be far more rewarding and ultimately profitable for you in the long run. So there's a couple of premises that you need to need to follow me on before we can get into this. The first one is if it exists there's a market for it. And what I mean by that is look at everything that exists in the world today. If if it's being done there's a market for it and if there's a market for it you can make money off it. So I spoke to a girl ages ago who wanted to be a whitewater rafter but she was convinced that there was no money in it but because whitewater rafting is a thing that exists there's races there's tours there's promotions there's a whole bunch of different things that happen in the whitewater rafting field yes it's not that popular comparative to other fields but there's a market for it and because there's a market for it there'll be ways to make money through that hobby really it's hard for me to imagine a a like in this world that couldn't be monetized and why the monetization is important in that in that sense i'm not talking about becoming a millionaire or raking in endless amounts of cash but by monetization i mean just make a comfortable healthy living that instead of working a job that you don't like you can support yourself not being greedy just enough to survive so for this girl she might not be able to be a millionaire from whitewater rafting, but if she considers her options in that field, she'll be able to make a steady income and survive off it. And why is this important? I think there's a misnomer that work needs to be painful, that you need to suffer through it just to enjoy the time after work and on the weekends. Now, for me, I don't like that because ultimately, if I don't like what I'm doing, my motivation will wane and I won't be able to put the effort in that's required to make a living off whatever whatever job I'm doing. However, if I'm motivated to do something, it's no longer work. It's pleasure. It's fun. It might be challenging. There might be ups and downs, but but because I enjoy what I'm doing, it's not work. It's just me doing things that I would normally do. But the challenging part comes from the transition. How can you go from whatever you're doing now to pursuing your dreams? And that's a tough one because 
there will be a sacrifice that you have to make. In the short term, you will lose money. You will have, you will struggle to pay bills and you will have to continue doing what you don't like doing until you find a way to earn a living doing what you enjoy. So there's a couple of good resources that I suggest you look into. One of them's Gary Vaynerchuk. Another one's Tim Ferriss. And the third one's Jocko Willink. Those are three people that if you listen to what they're saying, they will give you tips, tricks, advice, both practical and motivational that will help you to help you to basically just get after your goals and pursue them. There's no getting around the hard work, but ultimately, if you don't take the steps now, in 10 years time, you'll wish you had of. If you don't take the steps now, you'll be forever looking back, wishing you had. And then at that time, 10 years time from now, you'll be like feeling the same sense of hesitation and regret and fear and all of those negative emotions that are stopping you now will be stopping you in 10 years time. Only in 10 years time, you'll be 10 years further down the track in which if you had have started now, you wouldn't be. Ultimately, you've got this one life and for people that value experience and joy and pleasure over money, it's imperative that you take the steps to start your career, you know, choose choose a pathway that you enjoy as opposed to something that you're struggling through. It doesn't matter how much money you make. It really matters how you're making that money. So work out the absolute minimum you need to survive. You know, there's a lot of things in our lives that we could do without, but because because we've gotten used to them, because we've got the money to afford them, we feel like we need them. But when you really step back and look at your life and start to pursue what you are passionate about, you start to see all of these things as superfluous. They're nice. You know, I'd love an amazing new car, but for me to afford that car would cost me too too much time. And by time, I mean, I would have to work more in something I, I don't like doing to be able to cover the cost of that car. Now, if I add that car and a whole bunch of other expenses, I'm basically trapping myself in an endless working cycle doing something I don't like because to try and stop that working cycle, I would have to give up that lifestyle that I've become accustomed to. So this is the piece of advice. Work out what you need in your life. Work out how much that costs and work out a way to cover that bare minimum cost with work and then do that work. But on your downtime, rather than watching TV shows or, you know, just, just wasting time, start taking steps to pursuing your new career, whatever that is. If that means education, if that means working out, if that means, you know, liaising with different people, whatever that means, take steps towards it and start now because the sooner you start, the sooner you'll get there. And for me, this, you know, I'm not just saying this as all airy fairy stuff. I personally like writing and producing and doing this sort of stuff that I'm doing now. However, I still have to work to maintain the household. But I've worked out the money that I need to survive and I'll work the required amount to get that money. I'm not living an extravagant lifestyle by any sense of the imagination. But I am working hard to be able to start getting a lifestyle doing the things I want to do. and. I feel happier than I've ever been. I'm probably earning maybe a third of what I could be earning and what I used to be earning, but my happiness is through the roof. I'm actually satisfied and content with life. I'm excited to get up in the morning. I'm excited to 
do what I'm doing. Whereas in the past, every day was just drudgery and there's no joy in drudgery because I was looking at a future of going, well, in 40 years, I'll be able to retire. But 40 years is a lot of time to be doing something you don't like doing. And in 40 years, I'll be like 60, 70. And, you know, by then my body will be done. My mind will be starting to lose it. And if I'm retired, I'll be retired in a place and a time that I can't really enjoy that retirement. I don't want to wait 40 years to start doing what I love. I want to start doing it now. So yes, there's some sacrifices, but I'm willing to make those sacrifices to start heading for my dreams. And I encourage you to do so as well. Find what you like. Start heading towards it. Work out what you need to do to become what you want to what you want to become and what you want to be able to make some money surviving doing that thing. It doesn't have to be a lot, just enough to just enough to survive. Work out what that figure is and cut the unnecessary spends. Once you've got that idea down pat, then you can start making those changes and those steps. Start working part-time and can commit that extra non-work time to pursuing your dreams. And trust me, you will start to feel amazing inside because your life will start to turn around and you'll start to feel like you've got meaning beyond just the drudgery of a nine to five. Now, I want to say this with a caveat. If you're enjoying your work, if you find satisfaction and contentment from what you're doing, then you're already there. You've already made it. If you love work, if you love whatever you're doing, you're done. Okay, you found what you enjoy doing. But if you're unhappy, take steps now. Thanks for listening. And if you want to follow me, you can do so on Zach P. Phillips on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And if you head over to my website at Zachary-Phillips.com, you can check out what else I'm doing, including my blog, my fiction, and the Share Your Story that I introduced at the start. And I encourage everyone once again to subscribe to my email list because I can send you all of the different updates that I've got going to your to your inbox and that way you won't miss a post. So yeah, have a good one.